Hey everyone, and welcome to the happiest hour on earth. We're so excited to be back. Last week we did a little tiny family vacation, uh, just me, Emily, and our son, and it was just so nice to get away. Um, and then before that, it was so nice getting together with Darling of Disney. Thanks to her again for joining our show. We had such a fun time it with her. It was a blast. It was, it was great. Episode. Yeah, and so <laughs> this week we decided we wanted to talk about some crazy ideas that Disney has had in the past and also their crazy ideas right now and what we could see them possibly doing in the future. You know, the Galactic Star Cruiser just opened up this week. And so we kind of went back and saw some some interesting ideas that did not pan out the way they wanted to or didn't even come to fruition and then some that did. And so we're going to just be deep diving into all these and we can't wait to talk about this topic. So let's go ahead and get started. All right, so before we get started on our topic for tonight, let me just give a quick introduction to our drink of the evening. This oh, yeah. is the passion fruit mint julep. It's a seasonal offering that is currently at the mint julep bar, I believe. I don't think it's left yet. Yeah, it's um, still there. We've yeah. been hearing a lot of buzz about this drink. A lot of people are talking about it, and we did make it boozy. For the episode tonight, obviously. You know us, we have to be <laughs> yes, you do know us. Um, but in the park, obviously, it's just gonna be your standard mint julep, but with passion fruit. Yeah. So we decided we had to give it a shot. Um making this drink, we realized like they must be using some different coloring to make it this kind of like pinkish reddish hue, because passion fruit is kind of like a like an orange color. And so the syrup that we bought to uh, to add in for the passion fruit obviously did not create this color. No. So we were like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And Chris had the idea to use some grenadine. Which, a little bit of grenadine. Yeah. yeah, it's probably not what they do in the park, but they might just use food coloring. I don't know. But we didn't have food coloring, so we are like, let's just see if it makes the right color. And it actually did make it pretty perfect. Yeah. Um, so it looks really good, and I'm really excited to give it a try. So, Let's go. Ready? Let's do it. Cheers. Mm. Ooh. Oh, that's really good. Ooh, that is really good. I think we might have mentioned this before in the past. We, we normally don't get a lot mm. of mint juleps, but the interesting thing about this is you could definitely taste the mint, the yeah. creme de menthe, but... There is that fruitiness mm -hmm. um, that is a little more subtle. Yeah. Um, but still has a really nice fruity flavor. And so I really we like it. Like, how is the fruit going to balance with the mint? And I could see this tasting actually. I really like know, it. Like I could get this in the park and I'd. Totally. I'd it. It's really refreshing. Like yeah. on a hot day. Oh, on a hot day. Oh, I yeah. would totally get this. This is really good. Um, For sure. I don't really, I don't taste the bourbon yet. And my I was going to say, I don't the, either. Yeah, so go check out our reel on Instagram. Um, Emily made this pretty much as the passion fruit um, mint julep. And then right at the end, we just poured a little, a little like an uh, ounce and a half of bourbon just to give it a little bit more of a kick. And um, so I don't taste it yet. I'm sure we'll probably get to it in a second. Yeah, as we as we drink. I'm yeah. sure it's going to. That was, that was really good. Yeah, I really like it, actually. This is a good one. I, I wish that we would be able to try it in the park while we're there. To see if it actually tasted like yeah. it. Yeah. For sure. Um, which 
In case you didn't yeah. catch our Instagram post, we finally have another trip booked, which we're so excited about. Yes. We're going in like basically exactly a month. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We're it? super excited. Yeah, a month in a few days. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. We're pumped to go back. So we're going for three days and we're so ready. Yeah. If you're going to be there early April, DM us and maybe we could try to meet up. Yeah. It'll be, be fun. Awesome. It'll be so great. Um, so with that, should we jump in? <laughs> Let's do it. All right, so we broke this down in different categories. Um, the first one we're going to talk about is crazy ideas that didn't actually happen. Um, and I think one of the biggest ideas that didn't happen um, was probably one of Walt's most ambitious ideas. And it's I guess it happened in a way, but not the way that he mm-hmm. originally planned. So this exactly. is Walt's original Epcot. And, you know, we we know and love Epcot as it is today. There's a lot of really cool things um, with Future World. And then we got the pavilions. And that's really cool because people get to experience different cultures and different, um, you know, countries and, and all their food and drink. Obviously, we know mm-hmm. those food and drinks. Like, everyone loves <laughs> to go there for that. Um, yeah. But Walt's original plan for Epcot, which is the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, was to actually have... A community of people living here and it was going to be kind of like the perfect utopia of what could what a city could be if they were given like the resources given like you know Walt's vision there was going to be you know monorails and people movers and all the cars were going to be driving underground so that the people could walk safely in the streets it was going to be this place where people could just enjoy life um, work play together and, you know, have schools and stuff like that there. And it was just going to be kind of like this perfect idea um, of a yeah, community. like a utopia. Yeah. And and so that would have been really, really crazy and cool. Like, I, I don't know. Obviously, with time, you know, it could have started as that. And then maybe over time, you know, kind of would have lost that vision. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting because you can't really... Like a park, you could have like restrictions and things like that. But with the actual city, um, it it would just be interesting because you can't control how people act, you know, obviously. And so actually there necessarily. Yeah. And something that we will get to later on in this episode um, isn't necessarily like Walt's original vision for Epcot, but does hit upon uh, (laughs) people living in a Disney community. And so we'll get to that in a little bit. But so this is one idea that didn't uh, pan out the way that Walt wanted to. But go look this up if you if you haven't heard about it. There's supposed to be, I think, about like 20,000 residents, which is quite a large number. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I I think that is one of the most ambitious things Walt ever tried to do. And once he passed, um, that is when that vision got altered a little bit um from the imagineering team and so yeah. they switched it to something that was still along those lines but um wasn't necessarily where people could live the next thing we have on our list for ideas that never came to fruition is tony baxter's idea for westcott which would be over here on this side of the country so westcott was basically going to be like our version of epcot but with the integration of hotels into those areas which would have been so cool because you could like actually live basically within those countries um so that didn't happen obviously but 
it was uh I don't I don't know if it would have been it would have been in Disneyland. No, it would have been it would have been the idea for the second gate. So at, before California Adventure oh, was right. even um, oh, okay, was that's even true. built, they were like, we need that's to have a second been. gate. What are some ideas for this? Mm-hmm. And so I think it took a while to even get some ideas flowing through. And then Tony Baxter was like, "Hey, here's my idea oh, for something man. like Epcot." And then it's just I think it was like a the budget wasn't finances. big enough for yeah, that right the and then that's when they they switched it to california adventure um and i think michael eisner was like okay well we can't do westcott that got shot down then he was like i love the idea of california and celebrating california and then mm-hmm. that's what it turned into but i would have loved i a so would have loved sure. that i mean to have like a hotel within each country where you could yeah. stay and like you know, wander around in the middle of the night and find like a wine bar and like there's restaurants dedicated yeah. to those areas and stuff. Like that would have been such a cool experience. Yeah. And the the cool thing is that would have been such a new experience as well because um the way Tony Baxter described it is that when the park closed, let's say like Westcott closed to the general public, but you were, you know, staying at one of the hotels there would be areas you could still walk to within that park and still kind of feel immersed in that region. And yeah, so instead of country, it was going to be like based on regions. So like mm-hmm. Europe, Asia, um, different things like that, rather than, you know, what we a have today, specific. like Mexico, yeah. yeah, Canada, all that stuff. So that would have been a really great idea. I would I have loved that. I would have too. Um, and I love I know. California Adventure, but you know. Yeah, if there were here. to be like, a third gate at some point gate, somehow. Let's, let's yes. bring it back because after watching the imagineering story where you hear tony baxter talk about it a little bit i know from hearing him that it's like his biggest regret that that yeah. didn't happen yeah and i totally understand because that was such a great idea it was yeah so props to you tony baxter that would have been so cool yeah ah so good so the next one um the last one that we had on our list and i'm sure there's a lot of other crazy ideas that didn't happen but these were some of the ones that stood out to us so the last one that we have is disney's america this was going to be a third u.s resort in virginia actually i think it was going to be about like 35 ish miles away from like washington dc um if i'm correct and this was going to be kind of like a Disney-fied history park. So it would like showcase, it would let you experience America's history through the lens of Disney rides and Disney storytelling. And the concept was cool where like it was going to give kids the opportunity to like live out certain parts of history in a fun way where, you know, at a classroom, it's not going to be mm-hmm. as Uh, exhilarating and exciting and so this was going to give them an opportunity to learn about our country um through probably shows rides all this other stuff and so originally i think it was actually met with a lot of praise um and then it quickly kind of turned um and it faced a lot of backlash because it was in an area that was pretty close to some very big historical sites And people were like, you know what? This is just going to diminish the actual history where instead of people coming to these actual historical sites, they're going to go to this Disney park and we're going to lose this this history. And so I think this happened in the 90s um, right after like Frank Wells died, who was kind of um, working with Michael Eisner, who was the CEO at the time. And 
Eisner was just having a lot of crazy stuff going on yeah, at the same time. Like and physical so, stuff too. Yeah, and physical stuff. And so once, you know, there was that backlash, I think he kind they of just scrapped it. Yeah, he scrapped it. And so which is was, a bummer. Like, yeah. I mean, I can understand that location wise, I see why there was issues with that. Like, yeah, I understand why that community was like, Mm-mm, don't don't bring that here. Yeah. You know, but I wish that it could have happened somewhere else. Because I think that was such a smart idea. I mean, yeah, history cool. isn't the most exciting thing to a lot of people. But to have it told to young kids in that way would have yeah. been a good idea and it would have had to be done tastefully right you didn't mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to make certain wars and certain things that we went through our country yeah like not make light of things and exciting. Yeah. yeah not do that but i think there could have been a possible way for them to do this in a right manner and it would have been it would have been really cool yeah um, i think so too so the next category we're going to be talking about is the crazy ideas that actually did happen and, you know, we could talk about <laughs> Disneyland just in general. I mean, the fact that he, you know, there were other theme parks back in the day and 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 piers with rides and all that stuff. But the fact that Walt was able to create such a magical place where his idea of families and kids could ha- hang out and have fun together. Mm-hmm. And it was clean. And it was just like a whole new level of you know theme park immersion yeah Um, that in itself is just a crazy idea that happened and And the fact that it's continued on all these years to be the way that he envisioned it i mean we can all agree that there's something different about a disney park oh for sure you know and i'm just i'm so thankful that all the time that's passed since he passed yes that they've kept those those goals and dreams of his as a you know important factor oh yeah for sure and you would be able to tell you know Mm -hmm. um and yes disneyland's changed through the years there's been growth there's been a lot of different things but the the heart of what disneyland is has always stayed the same and Mm -hmm. what disney world was and is um has always stayed the same and it's so amazing but we're going to talk about a couple different things that kind of go beyond those parks and the first one that we have here is the disney cruise line um this was i think the cruise line was established in 1996 and you know there were other cruise lines around at this time but they were specifically companies that were doing cruises like that was their whole goal and so this was the first time like an entertainment and obviously cruises are entertainment industries but Mm -hmm. like an entertainment you know film business decided to get into the cruise line game yeah um and so this was just very interesting that, you know, everyone else had their kind of like hold on the market and Disney was like, let's just jump into this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and they've so done well with it. They've done so well <laughs> with it. And I think at the time cruises were um, kind of seen as like a, a retired person's kind of deal, right? Like there was a lot of gambling. It was like drinking and, and uh, things like that. And so coming in and trying to do like a very family friendly cruise where there was shows and characters and I know they a had lot like fireworks and all that stuff but yeah a mm-hmm. lot of things to do for the kids and kids programs and stuff like that um that's a big venture that they did and now I mean I I would love to go on a cruise but they just so have bad. like such a big presence within the cruise industry now um yeah. and kind of going off of that another big thing that they did was um Castaway K um in 
19, yeah, in the Bahamas, they decided, hey, you know, we have this cruise line. Let's buy a private island and <sighs> use that for our Disney cruises. So they have an island called Castaway Cay um, over there, and it's it's pretty big, but only 55 acres of the 1,000 are being used currently. So they have a I'm lot sure of room for expand. expansion. Yeah, and it's, it's just crazy that they were like, no one else could go to this island unless mm-hmm. you're on a Disney cruise. And to experience that and do all the fun things that they have there would be amazing. And so that's oh, yeah. a pretty big venture for sure. Yeah, those were some pretty big things that Disney took on, especially back then. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, I would say it's been pretty successful. So next on our list, we have Disney Plus. I mean... Yeah. I can't think of a time when I would have imagined a platform where we could watch all of our favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, all of those movies in one place. Like, it's just wild that they came up with this idea. I remember years ago now when you told me that it was like going to be a thing, I was like, no way there's no way that they can have like everything i was trying to imagine like everything that they would have to fit on this platform and i was just like there's no way and they did it and i mean it's not only the movies it's like all the disney channel shows we grew up on and like stuff from back when our parents were young like i've told my parents about disney plus and they use it now too but they would be like oh See if they have, you know, this like obscure Disney movie from like when they were a little kid. They have it. Like, I mean, everything is on there and it's just pretty mind blowing that they were able to create this space where we can go to watch all of these things that we know and love and things for the kids and all those little Disney Channel shows. It's crazy. And and now, like, you know, originals, too. Like, they're mm-hmm. actually creating content specifically exactly. for Disney+, Plus, which is just great. And they're, I mean, they're pumping out a lot of stuff. So much. And not just under the Disney brand, but yeah. under all the, you National know, the Geographic. They, oh, yeah, National Geographic. Yeah. That's crazy. It's nuts. And, and I was thinking about this. I was like, they were so smart to buy Pixar and Star Wars and Marvel. And then I think just a few months before Disney Plus launched, um, Fox and I was always like, oh, why are they gonna buy Fox? Like this is just didn't seem correct at the time. Uh, Marvel and you know Star Wars did because they were you know stories that mm-hmm. kids and grownups could watch together and just kind of feel this adventure and you know action yeah. and everything. But imagine if they hadn't bought Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel, and and it was just Disney. Like that would be a great streaming service by itself with all the Disney movies. But how much better is Disney Plus with all these other things? You know, it's not just, oh, I want to watch an animated movie or like a Disney live action. Like they have so many different types of things. And I don't know if it would have been able to compete with Netflix if it was just Disney. Yeah. Um, but it's true. Yeah. It, it's honestly so crazy that they launched and they launched at such a perfect time. Yeah. They launched in tw- end of 2019. Right before COVID right hit. before we were and, all stuck at home indefinitely. Oh my gosh. Imagine <laughs> if Disney Plus didn't launch and the parks were closed and they just, I mean, they would have other forms of revenue for sure. But I mean, one of their ongoing sources of revenue um, was Disney Plus. And so they launched at such a good time. 
And then we all had to stay inside and then, you know, watched <laughs> and binge watched, you know, so many things on Disney Plus. So, yeah, that was such a great. It was perfect timing. Thank yeah. you, Bob Iger. I know. Thanks, Bob Iger. Please You're come the back. Best. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's honestly the best. Um, so now we have some quick fire rounds, just some sh- quick little things that did happen. And they're they're pretty crazy, I would have mm-hmm. to say. Um, number one was the way walt wanted to do the second park um second resort disney world and how he went about buying land um he knew that if he said it was walt disney buying the land um they would have you know jacked up the prices and a ton of hotels and resorts would just like come in and surround it you know almost instantly and he didn't want to make the same mistake that he did with disneyland with that you know now there's no land that disneyland can can you know expand to really and so he went about it and he, you know, put different, I think it was the different names or like different company names mm-hmm. that weren't necessarily Walt Disney. And he bought little, a little thing here, a little thing here and all this stuff. And then by the end, he was able to like secure so much space. So that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that it was that. wild. That was very, very smart of him because oh, he had already experienced, you know, what would happen if he didn't go about it in that way? So he was very smart going yeah. about Disney World. Um, another one that we have is going way back to the beginning with the first animated film of all time, which was mm-hmm. Snow White. Um, I think that we can agree that was a brave move to make for him because I don't think anyone else was thinking like full length movies in animation would be successful. And yeah. so it was a it was a big thing for him to take on, and obviously it did well. And there's lots of animation studios now. So yeah, I mean, props like, to Walt. If Walt was too afraid to do an animated feature length film, who else would have been brave enough to do so? And if he hadn't done that, would we just be living in a world where there was no animated feature films? Like, what if that know. was just like a thing you never ever thought about? Yeah, um, because. It, he didn't take that first step to do so and everyone loved him and he just kept making him. And then obviously other animated studios, you know, followed suit, but mm-hmm. crazy. Um, and yep. then the last one we have here is just the international reach of Disney. Um, just expanding to so many parts of the world. And I know there's probably going to be even further expansions. Um, mm-hmm. And then not only just the, you know, regional expansion, but also just the expansion of other studios, mm-hmm. you know, buying Pixar, um, that was the first one that was that was purchased, and obviously they had been working with Pixar and everything. But to f- seek out studios that really make a difference in people's lives mm-hmm. and and bring them under the wing, and you know have them as a part of their brand, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty. That's a crazy idea, and and I think they've done such a good job at that. I think they have too. I know. I think that a lot of people, especially with like the Star Wars fans and maybe some of the Marvel fans were kind of like bitter or like like oh what's Disney gonna do like are you gonna Disney up my like favorite movies or whatever but I would yeah. say that they've done an incredible job yeah and I know some people still don't like some people don't like the sequels of Star Wars some people don't whatever but honestly to each their own yeah 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 <laughs> I mean I love them I love them I love, yeah, them. I love I all Star Wars and and just if Disney didn't buy Star Wars, we wouldn't have Galaxy's Edge. We wouldn't be able to experience Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be able to experience so many different things. And 
as we go into this next category, which is the current crazy ideas. Um, and the first one on this list is... Obviously. Yeah. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Now, this is um, this is definitely a crazy idea. I mean, this yeah. is pretty wild, and none of us really had an idea how this was going to play out. Yes, it is a hotel, and you're, you're staying there, but it's really a whole experience and almost like a game. You're kind of like living out like a role-playing game on this on this hotel or like cruiser cruise type thing right and so i don't know you could find videos of it and some people some people have enjoyed their time on it some people have been like ah this doesn't really seem like everything i wanted um there's just a lot a lot of perspectives on this and i don't know where i land here obviously i'm never going to pay that There's amount no to way. actually stay two days on there. And so I'm curious over time. There's obviously a lot of people who bought in for the first couple of months and all that stuff. I'm curious if over time they will drop prices. That's what I was um, wondering too. Just because they're going to be like, right, it's all about supply and demand. If the demand necessarily isn't there. Yeah. And people aren't actually Nobody wants paying to, pay that to, much. to go. Then maybe they'll drop it down. But the only thing I'm worried about is I don't want the I never want quality to diminish. Uh, you know, what I would want to see is them listening to people who have gone on the Star Cruiser and change certain things to better fit those needs. Because there's some mm -hmm. there's some weird things on the Star Cruiser right now. I just saw um, right before we filmed this. There's like some really cool things It's like a, almost like an escape room. You could do some really cool um games and try to pick your side you could go either the first order or the resistance there's some really fun things like that and then there's some things like uh yeah i don't even think i told you this about <laughs> or you about this but there's like a you could do like dance lessons on the cruise what it's like only 15 minutes apparently but wait, you could on like the cruise on the sorry on the star cruiser what and it's like wait what it's like like a kind of like the cha-cha slide not like the cha-cha slide but like Kind of like a line dance. It's like, why would you even do this? Who like, came up with that now, and thought that was a good idea? Yeah, that's weird. I could see a Star Wars like club on there. Like if there's yeah. gonna be like some like some galactic DJ and he's doing your stuff, you pour back a couple <laughs> of drinks and you're you're just having like kind of this weird uh spacey club thing, but a whole Not like dance weird line dance thing. That's strange. Like that's strange to me. to dance in space. Yeah, it's odd. And so maybe they take, they listen to people and be like, okay, we'll cut this. We'll add like a club atmosphere after a certain time so that people could, you know, do whatever. But, um, but I would love to see them drop prices and just continue to grow and learn about all these things. So that is definitely a crazy idea. No one else has ever done a, you're living here and you're in a game for two days and the choices that you make are going to determine kind of what you can see, what you can't see, and how the story is going to play out. So it is really cool. It's almost like you're like living with Star Wars actors and, and they're interacting with you. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's also 
kind of strange in some places. But anyways, that's a current crazy idea. And you have another current crazy idea. I do, which we already sort of almost touched on earlier. Yeah. That is Story Living by Disney, which is a very recent announcement. Yes. Um, As many of you may have heard, there's going to be a community built in Palm Springs, which happens to be where Walt owned two homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah two homes. Um, and I don't believe it's actually been built yet. I think they're just starting that process. But this is going to be a community under the Disney name that's just homes. And I mean, like activities, they'll be like, you know, probably nice, cool, like pools and spas and shops and all that stuff. Restaurants. Yeah, restaurants. yeah. Like a whole town. Yeah, like a private Disney town. That's a Disney town. I mean, what could be better? I don't yeah, know. I, know, right? I mean, like, I would have oh, lived there go. for sure. The heat um, would be intense, The heat is awful. I'm sure they in have Palm AC Springs. every single house. Yeah, yeah, I can't say I would love the temperature of that. And I don't know what kind of prices we're looking at for the homes. Yeah, but that's true. I am very, very interested to see how all of this goes as, as it opens for real. Because... Yeah. It's definitely not what, you know, Walt's oh, vision for Epcot would have been. Yeah. But it's like, I almost feel like maybe they're trying to kind of sort of, yeah. you know, yeah, live out something like what he wanted, you know? Yeah, definitely. With this. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. And I'm excited um, for it. <laughs> yeah. The crazy thing is that, so they have said that this is the first story living community meaning there's going to be multiple and uh who knows where else they're going <laughs> yeah and i this is so Palm Springs is about two hours away from disneyland and so the interesting thing here is that you know you're living in a disney community but you still get you're still gonna have to drive quite a bit mm -hmm. to get to the closest disney park that made me think if they're gonna be building more of these why not give some disney community magic to kind of like the middle states. Um, I don't know where exactly, but the ones that aren't really close to parks. But yeah, because there's still, still lots of like Disney a, fans around there that would be stoked. You yeah. Know? Like a little community where they could, you know, live and have just like a little glimpse of Disney mm -hmm. um, without having to travel to the parks. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I have no idea like where they could go with this. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a community in Florida. There'll probably be some communities like, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's hard to Texas say. Maybe a community? Maybe. Like a lot of people are moving to Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, there know. already was the uh, celebration. celebration district in Disney World that is very, like very, that, yeah, but... it started as a Disney thing, but I guess now it's not even owned by Disney. Yeah. They... But it was kind of a community. And it was, is it still on the Disney property though so it's still on i think land like that the land owns. that he bought yeah okay mm -hmm. so it still kind of counts i would say yeah. it's kind and of like there, a there's like a, there's a school there's like like, like i can't imagine not... people living in that area that are not big disney people yeah exactly so it's like you're still gonna be in a disney community if you live and there, that probably. reminds me of like a disney town that's that was i guess owned by disney but story living sounds like like not just a city, but like a community, almost yeah. like a res like living at a like a, at a resort, resort almost, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So I don't know. That's so gonna be that's gonna be pretty interesting. But I can't wait. I know. Yeah. Hey, let's. I mean, let's. Move. 
I'm down. The prices are going to be insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll have to deal with the, the you know, 100 plus weather. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Ooh. And the prices. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Rough, yeah. All right. So now we're going to move on to our last category, which is what crazy ideas can we see happening in the future? Yeah. So these have no basis in reality. This is just stuff that we're kind of <laughs> imagining could happen. So the first thing that we thought of, which I think is a really cool idea, even though I've never done one myself. I've done one, but it's definitely not going to be as good as what we're yeah. doing. Right yeah. So we were thinking escape rooms that are Disney themed. Like there could be one in downtown Disney. There could be some just in random places like. Like you almost know. like a permanent pop up. Yeah. Like just kind of like in a mall or something. Yeah. Like yeah, like cool. in some shopping center or something. Just have like a building dedicated to it. I think it would be awesome. Like we had some ideas like escaping from the Cave of Wonders from Aladdin or escaping Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean, like off the ship. Yeah. Uh, what were some of the oh, yeah. ideas we uh, had? Like escaping from the first order like maybe you're like in a star destroyer and you have to get out um also like me i was trying to think of a marvel one like maybe escaping westview um mm -hmm. especially if there's a second season i don't know if there is but kind of like you're a townsfolk and you're trying to get out of wanda's curse um yeah. oh, we also did uh, oh pixar we were thinking trying to escape from sunnyside from toy story 3 yeah. Or trying to escape from Sid's room, which is terrifying, yeah. but that could <laughs> oh be really God, fun. But then you could do different levels, right? Yeah. Like, so let's like say some are a little the easier. Disney ones, yeah, like maybe Escape from the Cave of Wonders. It's going to be easier. You're going there with some kids. They could help you figure out the puzzles in mm -hmm. order to get out. Maybe the Marvel and Star Wars are a little bit more intermediate. difficult. Intermediate. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but it would be really cool because escape rooms are fun in and of themselves. But if you have Disney budget, and Disney uh, properties Quality. that yeah. are going to be behind this. Oh, man. Like, they could do some amazing, amazing things. Yeah. And like what you said. They would be popular. I feel oh, like yeah. that, that's a big thing right now. They, and I they think... could tap into it so well. It makes yeah. so much money. People would love that. Yeah. And the, the nice thing is that you don't need a lot, a lot of space, right? And so this is another way, just like with Story Living, um, giving people a little bit of Disney who don't actually live close to the parks. You can set these up at like major cities all around the country. Um, just have a little spot where you could like enjoy being a mm -hmm. part of a Disney story. Um, there's also some cool things that they could do. Like I know that there's like the um, the thing that Mandalorian uses and a lot of other movies are starting to use this, but it's called like Stagecraft, which is just like these LED screens all around that um, can make you feel like you're in any any situation like Mandalorian instead of using green screen they actually have these like crazy atmospheres projected not projected but um shown on these like crazy led screens so um you could have like physical things that you're actually in but also do kind of a room with screens around you where it, it just brings an escape room to a whole nother level i think mm -hmm. i think i would be all on board with escape rooms i think a Disney lot style. of people would be that's that a money be maker so fun it's not i don't think it's Families that expensive it. to yeah to do and there's usually not that many like sometimes they'll have an actor mm -hmm. but some most of the times you're just like in a room so you're just like building that upfront cost yeah of that and then you just have some fun that'd be so cool i that'd think it would be really fun and to have yeah like different levels of yeah it. Like, yeah 
like, you know, super easy if, if it's going to be like a little family thing to do and then make it a little harder. Like I was just some thinking, of the scarier ones. Yeah, escaping from escape the haunted mansion. Oh, like a little gosh. room there, right? Wouldn't that be sweet? Yeah. Escaping like the attic of the haunted mansion or something. I don't know. That'd be oh, so cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there are no windows there, no doors, and then you have oh to find your gosh. way out. And it's just, oh, haunted mansion. So game. smart. Yeah, so make cool. some of them like Disney ride themed. Yes. Oh my, oh, I feel like we could do a whole episode on what we would want our escape rooms to be. But that would be so sick. I know. Okay. So we'll continue on. Another thing that I'm sure they will definitely do, but I mean, we're not, we're not like all on this vibe too much. Um, Freaks me out. Virtual reality. CDH. I think they'll definitely do some virtual reality things. Now I've done the void, which is a virtual reality game that is in downtown Disney. I think probably COVID it's paused, but there's this star Wars, like virtual reality game, but it was mixed with like physical environment. That was like the coolest thing in the world. Like that was just the best. And so like game virtual reality was really fun, but I'm sure that they're going to have like their own Disney area and like the metaverse and get into that. Maybe they'll even create their own virtual platform where People can have some sort of Disney experience um, virtually. The metaverse is still so like weird. It boggles my mind. Like I feel like they could be like a almost like a I don't feel a like chat I get board it. type thing in virtual reality where you could just go and like talk to other Disney fans um, in your <laughs> virtual reality thing, and that could be one thing. Maybe like a a virtual reality like ride throughs that you could do of the rides if you're not in the park, but he'll just be sitting in. On your bum, you're not going to be like moving. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know, but they're definitely everyone's going virtual reality. So Disney will definitely sure tap into the market. Too. But I'm not like all. I'm not like super all for. It. I mean, if they could do more games, virtual reality, I think that would yeah. be cool. But yeah, I just think being that's a part cool of too. a metaverse, uh, I don't know. They'll do yeah. it, but I'm going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. um, this then, is the future, you guys. I know that's crazy. But a couple other ones, yeah. Did you want to? Right. Yeah. yeah, these are kind of just, just small ones. smaller. Yeah, like they'll more than likely happen at some point. Um, so we would love to see Disney expand into even more countries in terms of parks. I think we've yeah. talked about this on previous episodes, but we've tried to kind of discuss where we could see them building another park. And yeah. I mean, who knows when and if it will happen? I think it will at some point, but I, I don't think there's any talks of it anytime soon but i feel like somewhere in the uk would be really awesome yeah that'd be cool somewhere in england maybe yeah. i don't know but i would love awesome. to see some 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 future expansions into other countries for sure yeah i love it and then the last one we had here which is just very small as well but we could see them buying more companies i mean they already own a lot future. they own a lot but i could see them like seeing They're a new one, a new smaller company or something. I don't know if they'll buy any other big companies. Maybe like 20th Century Fox. That was huge. Like that was yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I could lot. see them finding it their next Pixar pretty much. Another smaller company. And then they just put some good budget behind that and help them grow mm -hmm. as well. So I definitely think that that could happen in the future. Um, but I think with that, I think that pretty much ended our list. That concludes what we had. Yeah. I mean, I think we could come up with a lot more stuff that yeah. they could do, but those were some of the main ones that we thought of. So. For sure. Yeah, if you if you have any 
that we missed of like things they've done in the past or if you have any uh, theories on what they might do in the future or what you would want them to do in the future something just crazy and off the wall mm -hmm. um let us know down in the comments below or uh hit us up on instagram we would love to chat with you I'd love to hear some yeah. ideas oh for sure and so we have some uh we have one more week and then it's actually our one year anniversary which is going to be Nuts. amazing. Yeah, I know. I can't even believe that a year has passed already. And then the week after a one-year anniversary, we have a very, very special guest. Maybe we won't announce it yet. Yeah, we'll keep um, it a secret for now, but so, we're super excited for that one. Yeah, so definitely, if you don't already subscribe, subscribe to us um, or follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we will see you guys next week for another episode of The Happiest Hour on Earth. We'll see you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye.